0: Hey everybody! This is RJ Thompson with uh, another episode of the City View Podcast, and I'm uh, sitting in the Goodwill on Belmont with uh, Executive Director of Goodwill Industries here in the region, uh, Jim Freeze. Say hello, Jim. Hi everybody. Um, thanks for thanks for having us um, into into your corporate office here and, and uh, sharing uh, sharing your, your tale of of how you got here. Um, I know, right? Yeah, well, that's, that's my fault. I'm using such professional terminology. Um, but uh, at any rate, yeah, thanks for having us. I'm looking forward to uh, getting to, to learn a little bit about you and how you came to Goodwill and um, a little bit about uh, your impact on Youngstown. So start us off at the beginning. And again, because I know nothing about you, uh, did you grow up here? Um,
1: I did. I'm a uh, Boardman native. So I grew up in Boardman. Originally on the south side of Youngstown is where my family uh, originates from. I remember it, uh, St. Dominic's Church growing up. And, and then around uh, middle school, uh, we moved to the south side of Boardman, uh, close to the high school. So I graduated from Boardman early 2000s. Um, got an appointment to West Point, the military academy. James Trafkin uh, back wow. in the day, and uh, so I took that appointment um, September 11th after my freshman year there at the military academy, so that kind of changed the, the trajectory of my life a little bit. I, I, I chose West Point because it was a, a good, you know very solid school, great reputation, uh, academically rigorous, etc. cetera. Um, but I was also an Eagle Scout and involved in sports and things like that. And I, and I wanted to give back. I felt like I was the recipient of a lot of good things that our country and our community has to offer. And so I, I wanted to give back and, and wanted to serve. Uh, so I chose West Point um, and I uh, met my wife there. She's a Richmond, Virginia native. We graduated from the Military Academy in 2005. Um, part of the obligation there is that you serve in the Army, so I did six years active duty, both did. So by this time, it was 2005, um, ended up in Fort Lewis in Tacoma, Washington was my first station, then joined a unit uh, uh, platoon, I took over a platoon of 22 soldiers and we shipped out to Iraq in uh, April of 2007, so I spent uh, 14 months over there, um, kind of door-to-door Local security type things in about seven different villages. Uh, I got a nice picture of a framed map in my office of of my time over there during my first tour. Um, Came back to the U.S., moved out to Missouri for a few months, then to Kansas for a few months, Uh, joined another unit. um, A one star general picked me up to be his aide, so I became an aide to a general. Wow. Shipped out to Iraq for a second tour, a year-long tour, and um, that tour we got to travel around the country. He had a, a set of helicopters that um, basically responded to what he wanted, so we would fly around, meet with governors and legislative leaders to talk about the transition of U.S. leaving the country. This is twenty ten, so uh, President Obama had said, you know, we're we're leaving by this certain time, and, and so we were part of that transition. Um, got back in 2011, and during that tour I, I made the decision that it was time to transition out. My wife and I had done the two tours, we fulfilled our obligation, had a great time in the military, but it, um, we wanted to kind of plant our roots. And so I ended up finding a job in Raleigh, North Carolina in 2011. I uh, worked for a recruiting firm that specialized in helping veterans find civilian jobs when they got out. So um, I knew as I was getting out I wanted to help continue to help people um, and I thought that was a great way, veterans in transition. So, did that for a few years, um, was attending uh, a church in downtown Raleigh and met a woman who had been in restaurant businesses all her life and had read about other models of a social enterprise type restaurant that would employ disadvantaged people and mm-hmm. she said, hey, I, I want to try this, I think. Um, she, she was, it was on her heart to want to give back and, and I had been kind of studying up on social enterprise businesses and, and being aware of the power that work can have in somebody's life to really change that, um, that down cycle that they may have been coming out of. And so uh, I quit my job, jumped in with both feet, formed a nonprofit organization, uh, recruited a board, did the fundraising, found a location, hired a staff, and we launched the restaurant in September of 16. So uh, during that time, I was talking to my partner, Vicki, and, and said, you know, I, my job, I felt, was to get the doors open to see mm-hmm. this thing get off. The community just just jumped on it, and, and it's thriving still in Raleigh, um, still on the board of directors there. Uh, but I, as I was getting so involved in downtown Raleigh and having a, a big impact, um, both on the lives of, of people coming, uh, we, we employ women from local shelters, um, so we were having an impact on social services, but also the downtown community. Like I said, they, they were loving it, and, and they would um, frequent our restaurant often. I, my heart just kept, kept getting tugged back to Youngstown. Like, mm-hmm. there was a lot of cool things happening in Youngstown that were happening when I left in 2001, and uh, I felt like I wanted to be part of it. So meanwhile, when we were living in Raleigh, I was working. My wife got her master's from NC State in public administration. We had two kids. We found out we were pregnant with a third. And so it was kind of a dual conversation. It was, hey, I, I'm feeling this tug. I, I'd like to explore uh, more about the revitalization, what's going on in Youngstown. And oh, by the way, we have this third kid and my family's still here. Right, and the right. The family support network.
0: It's not like you wouldn't be coming back to visit anyway. Yeah, that, yeah. that's true.
1: But um, when, when your kids are that young, as you know, you have a young mm-hmm. daughter, uh, it's it's tough to do it on your own without a family support network. So. Right. So it, was, it was a dual conversation, and um, we made the jump, moved back um, around Christmas time, about six, eight months ago, and, and
0: uh, here you are. Here I am. Yeah, welcome back. Thank you. Um, and uh, you're living the dream, so to speak. <laughs> you've got, you've got, uh, you've got your family near you. You've got a good position here. You're doing good work, and you're continuing this, this, this. Um, this narrative of, of giving back since you began your career. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you how uh, how you got to Goodwill and um, what what you do and your your folks here do that that impacts the community positively and what you're looking to do in the future? Great,
1: that's a robust question.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so take one it one at a, yeah, one
0: step at a time.
1: Pretty cool story of finding this position. I mean, honestly, I didn't know a lot about Goodwill before I started interviewing for it uh, around February. I moved back to, to Youngstown without a job. Uh, just an excitement that, that there's something going on here and I want to be part of it. Um, so I started to network around, meet with folks who were I, I saw as influential in the revitalization efforts, and uh, many, many people were very gracious to open their calendar to me and, and just sit down and um, want to hear my story and share from their perspective what they thought was going on. I mean, we're talking to the mayor and and the Youngstown Foundation director and. Uh, Andrea Wood from the Business Journal Mm -hmm. and uh, Phil Kidd, who's been instrumental in a lot of It's like a
0: surplus of of folks that are willing to do that.
1: It's it's very cool. When they hear that there's somebody else excited about Youngstown, that they're eager to meet and and have that conversation. So through a series of meetings, one of the individuals I met with was uh, Tom Humphreys, the CEO of the Chamber of Mm -hmm. Commerce, and we had a great meeting and, and he looked at my resume and background and he said, you know, I, I heard about this position open at Goodwill and I was like, oh, okay, whatever, didn't think much of it, but then at night I couldn't sleep and I was just thinking, Goodwill, hmm. So I went and looked it up. Turns out, you know, Goodwill obviously known for its thrift stores, but um, its mission and, and here in the valley, we, we go back 125 years of history of providing services to the community. Um, our, our mission is to employ people with disabilities and provide job training, workforce development type things for others facing barriers to employment. That might be um, again disabilities, it might be somebody transitioning off a worker's comp injury, it might be um, coming off of welfare and, and gaining those job skills to get back into the workforce. Uh, so goodwill, I wish what more people in the community associated goodwill with is not necessarily thrift stores, that's a method for how we do it. It's a means to an end. It's it means, a means yeah. to an end, but yeah. that end is employment. We good. I wish people associated goodwill with jobs, um, and, and not so much thrift stores. Although um, the thrift stores, are, like I said, are, are those means. And well, it's the public-facing piece of it. That's true. Yeah. It is. Um, and and you know, you, I'm sure you're sensing it too. I, I definitely felt it when I was starting this restaurant in Raleigh. That there's a, a change in mindset. People want to do good with their money, they, they want to do, uh, have an impact on the social things that are happening, and, and uh, so the thrift store allows that, um, but I, I'm surprised at how many people support Goodwill in that way, they shop or they donate to Goodwill, but don't know what, what they're, they are right. do when they, when they buy our products. Uh, or even why we sell products versus giving them away and, and to that I say we're about employment and so you need to make money. It costs a lot of money um, to to process these. Um, getting to a, a second part of your question. So Goodwill in, in this area we have five counties. Again I have another map on my wall that shows those five counties. We're in
0: um, for the for the for the listener at home, Jim has maps all over I his office.
1: <laughs> something I'm a fan of. Um, but so, Goodwill in the Youngstown area. We're in Trumbull, Mahoning, Columbiana, and then over in Pennsylvania, we're in Mercer and Lawrence counties. So that's our five county area. We have eight stores in those five counties. We employ 250 people uh, in the area. Um, that equates to about three million dollars in wages that we 're paying out on an annual basis mm-hmm. and if you dig into that further, um, one of the best impacts that we have in the community that 's seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year in taxes going back into the community again, goodwill is a national brand that that 's our logo that G has been around since the '60s one of the most iconic uh, brand images. right long staying yeah yeah. Um, that, that exists in our country, it's one of the most recognizable. But one thing I would em- emphasize for the listener: we are, extru- we are locally autonomous and free. We don't answer to, to a goodwill international, there is an international organization that provides services. Um, they, they answer a lot of questions to us and essentially they uh, report to us. They, mm-hmm. we, they answer to us, to our needs, to, to do what we do better. Uh, we don't answer them. So we're controlled by a local board of directors, we have a, a 24 person board, um, and it, it's one of the strongest boards in the community in my opinion, and I've heard that from other people. So that's the other thing I would want people to know, um, first is that when you shop and donate that you're providing jobs for people in, in your mm-hmm. local community, all the, the product that we get stays here, the The money that we make stays here, uh, and the second is is that emphasis that we are extremely local. Um, mm-hmm. And, and and we have full control here, and so um, that kind of falls on me. It's like yeah, a lot of exciting opportunities ahead.
0: A lot of exciting opportunities, but certainly uh, a fair amount of stress.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah.
0: you know, coming back, you made a point about like you know bringing your family here and having your extended family. You know, uh, everyone's together. Mm-hmm. You know, with your board of directors, it's uh, they operate in a similar way. You've got. Um, really uh, engaged, capable folks that want to see not just goodwill survive, but thrive. thrive yeah. And uh, it's exciting to have those people to share your enthusiasm with and to bounce ideas off of and be inspired by. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. Um, it, do you find that like it's just a perpetual cycle of inspiration
1: <laughs> with a lot of those folks? Inspiration and, yeah. and to pun off. Our name, Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, right. Goodwill out there, uh, it is it is very encouraging, and I'm extremely grateful. I took over my predecessor, Mike McBride, um, was just did a tremendous job. He was here 38 years, mm-hmm. 35 as the CEO, and I mean, there, I every leaf I uncover, I'm. I'm just continually encouraged. He led a really sound, solid organization, and through some some tumultuous times. I mean, mm-hmm. the valley was hit hard when the steel mills started to leave, and, and right. uh, then 2008, you know, nationwide was was very tough. But through it all, again, our our roots harken back to 125 years of nonprofit social mission uh, in the valley. So. Uh, the, these last 35 have not been without challenge, but Mike did a great job, and so um, I've not spent my first six months here fixing things and, and putting things back together that have fallen apart. I'm just I'm spending my time taking it slow, observing, learning as much as I can, mm-hmm. and thinking, where can we go next? Right. How can we continue that 125-year legacy that we have?
0: Maintain the status quo while looking towards the, the future. Exactly. In that yeah. respect.
1: Very, very solid staff, very tenured staff. Um, many of my people have, have been here over twenty years, thirty years, and we have some people over forty years even. So. What keeps those folks here? You know <laughs> I, I wonder that a lot too. Yeah. <laughs> In my asking that question and, and my viewpoint, it has to be the mission. You know, it, it's something um, when you take a tour around here and meet some of the folks that, that have been here and, and the uh, individuals who, who have on hard times or, or uh, have grown up with some sort of physical, mental, developmental disability and to see their smiles on their face and, and that they're doing productive work, um, it goes right back into the community. It's, it's a really encouraging place to work. I mean, mm-hmm. It's hard to walk through and meet some of these folks and not have a smile on your face because theirs is... Is so much bigger, right? That
0: uh, thank you for sharing that because I I I reciprocate that feeling. Uh, you know, with with teaching, like yeah, there are stressful times, and we're both working with people, and people can be hard to work with at times. But at the end of the day, like I can leave. YSU with a good feeling, though I did good work that day. Mm-hmm. Much like you can feel the same way leaving Goodwill and that of your employees yeah, as well. So
1: having a lot, uh, an impact not only in the life of your employees but um, in the community. Yeah. Um, we we're, a lot of good in the community. It's uh, providing particularly jobs for people who might find it difficult to find a job elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes us unique.
0: So, uh, what are some things you're, you're looking to do uh, in terms of the future of, of Goodwill?
1: Well, you know, I mentioned as I was getting started um, and, and going through the interview process, I didn't know a whole lot of good w- about Goodwill. Um, and some many of the people on the board and individuals I've met with who, who are familiar with Goodwill's mission have shared with me that they wish more people in the community knew about it. So I think that marketing communications challenge is something that mm-hmm. I'm looking for to um, like starting with uh, theory, doing ground some <laughs> groundwork, uh, developing some platforms, increasing our social media presence, and um, we have a loyalty program where we are collecting email addresses, but we we're really use, using that, so we're kind of developing mm-hmm. those the infrastructure that will allow us. But the thing, one of the things I'm most excited about is. Um, we're going through a process with a committee on our board to really clarify the language that we use to describe ourselves, that if somebody asks the question, well, who is goodwill or what do they do, that we're all speaking with the same language. And so mm-hmm. we just started that process, hired an outside facilitator, got some, some funding from um, local foundations to, to help us go through that process. And it's going to be an exciting time, six months, to wow. study that question, who are we? And how do we, what's the language we use to tell our story in the
0: community? I'm glad you're bringing um, an outsider into that conversation so they can be objective uh, in, in some respects. Yeah. Uh, especially when crafting that, that story of what goodwill means here uh, in the valley Um, and the impact that that you create. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, um, are there other Goodwill uh, chapters, for lack of a better word, that that you're inspired by or, um, you know, you may have like a friendly competition (laughs) with,
1: so to speak? You know, one of the cool things about having this Goodwill international uh, brand, there are 162 Goodwills around the country. Uh, we border, there are five of them that touch our border, um, it includes Akron, Cleveland-Canton, um, Ashtabula up north of us, then you have a, a kind of a north central Pennsylvania one, uh, and then down in the Pittsburgh area, that's, mm-hmm. um, what is that, south, Southwest Pennsylvania chapter. And so I've been uh, recently making the tours, I've, I've gone and seen our three Ohio-bordered uh, Goodwills, and, and learning a lot from that. each. Again, each Goodwill is very local and autonomous, so how they do it and what they do, um, all of them run thrift stores, but that's uh, just about the only common denominator. Um, And and all of them employ people with disabilities, but then how and what shape that takes, it's encouraging to learn. Um, So great relationships, great um, being built. I also am heading to Maryland later this month in a couple weeks. Uh, Goodwill also does national trainings, and so they bring in all the new CEOs who have taken over within the last year. Uh, we do a training in Maryland; they'll be there for three days, meeting some of my other um, compadres who just took cool. over at Goodwill. Um, so yeah, I I have a lot to learn on that front. But again, it's exciting to be in an organization that's not crumbling and you're falling apart. We're sound. We're um, sound mm-hmm. a lot of good things are happening and so it's allowing me to, to uh, be more deliberate in yeah how I think about the future so you and Goodwill will, uh, will
0: and obviously have now uh, uh, a footprint in in the in the growth of, of Youngstown and you had mentioned uh when you had when you had left to, to go to West Point, like not a lot was going on here. So it must have been like this crazy shift when you came back and really settled in to see how uh, how quickly things have changed or how big things are changing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, di- taking goodwill out of the equation, where do you where do you see Youngstown in the next 10, 15 years? Oh,
1: boy, that's an exciting question. Um, let me add one more layer to that twenty years wow <laughs> um, i mean 20, 20 years is, is tough um, but yeah gosh even i I do think the last ten years uh, in the youngstown area have, have probably been some of the most exciting uh, and, and I haven't even been part of it you know I kind of read about it and I'm, I'm hearing more secondhand um, but uh in the next 10 years, I think one of the reasons I made the... the I just saw that Youngstown was—it's such a precipice right now that um, I, I see it's, it's definitely on an upward trajectory. <coughs> um, but it's not without its challenges, and, and mm-hmm. there are still things that might derail that realization right. stuff. Um, but I think those are those are being mitigated on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, and so. It's exciting. Where is Youngstown going to be ten years from now? I don't know, but it's it's going to be in a lot better place, and um, I do hope Goodwill can can be part of that. Well, I have no doubt that Goodwill will absolutely be a part of that.
0: Um, especially, you know, if if uh, if more jobs are are created here in the valley, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's prime opportunity for for you to cultivate new workforce or, you know, yeah. uh, improve your training programs and things like
1: that. Exactly. And I think on that side. We do employ, you know, of my 250 person workforce, about 50 are, are individuals who have a developmental or, or diagnosed disability as recognized by uh, state and, and local um, uh, authorities. Um, but we also we, we do this extra job training and the goal with that is to get people placed in other jobs in the community so one, one of my big focuses a question you had asked earlier I talked about the communication trying to get our message out in, in a clearer more concise way um, that we're all speaking with the same language uh, but it's the idea of collaboration mm-hmm. you know, and I see uh, more and more of an excitement for that I mean I faced it firsthand when when I was moving back to the area that people were willing to open their doors and open their books and open right. um make other introductions and relationships. I'm not seeing um, too much territorialism and and the tribalism tribalism thing um, that that I feel harms the greater good that's Mm -hmm. going on in the valley. And so I'm excited about those and I think the more people collaborate um, the the farther and and, um, more of an impact that we can have collectively.
0: I was just having a conversation with a with a colleague about the the tribalism uh, in 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 Youngstown but more specifically amongst people that are trying to improve a community mm-hmm. and i'm I feel very good about being able to say if 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 and where there is tribalism in Youngstown it's like on a minimal scale it's yeah. not like irreparably damaging yeah. uh, progress and yeah. things like that. And and that note you had about collaboration, that's effectively what brought us together. Yeah. And I was hoping... Um, Uh, you could elaborate on on our collaboration with uh, between Goodwill and the city of Youngstown uh, we're going to be selling some shirts in in your stores. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: You know, I I don't even remember how we first connected.
0: It was through uh, my former department chair uh, via an email. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which came from a connection with my board members. I was sharing with my board that I'm interested in the marketing communication side of, of what we need to do as an organization. And she made this introduction to him, who made this introduction to you. Right. But you're needing to come up with in mean, other meetings uh, that I was having and so um, I was starting to see the branding around the city of you branding and I thought it was it was clean and, and nice and, and good looking and, and so you and I sat down, I uh, had coffee there pressed Yeah. Um, and and just started to brainstorm and I think we just brainstormed the idea, well I, I run I have retail. Right. <laughs> and, um I, I like the shirts, and so I'm excited that, that we'll be able to carry those shirts, and I'm excited that we're going to brand one that, that has the Goodwill logo on. Yeah. It. Um, so we're in the process of getting the estimates, getting the quotes to have those shirts produced, and start hopefully start seeing them out in the community.
0: It'll 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 actually be kind of like a dream come true for me. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this for going on if not over three years, I've lost track of time. And um, really, you know, the the city has all part of this platform was to integrate uh, organizations such as Goodwill on a really meaningful but creative and collaborative scale. Mm-hmm. So like selling the, uh, for folks listening, uh, we're going to be selling the blue City View t-shirts <clears throat> in um, some of the Goodwill stores so i will you'll definitely find out about that when that launches, but um you're our pilot, and what I like about this is that uh the city view platform was inherently a risk hmm. several years ago, and now we've grown in in uh We've really grown it into something that's stable, and it's telling really good stories for people that you know uh, may not have a voice or are trying to get their voice back in the community and yeah. bear some influence. And um, it's really about that collaboration. So I'm lo- I'm really excited for the day when those shirts are on the racks in yeah. the store, and I'm going to be standing there with a the camera and just taking pictures and being really excited. Um, the shirts when they're when they're sold. We, we don't know the price point or anything on that, but uh, the the money that, that's raised from those sales, mm-hmm. that directly benefits Goodwill. Can you explain how, like if if one of my students comes to your store and buys a $20 shirt, can you explain just a little bit about how that money benefits Goodwill?
1: Yeah. So I mentioned the employment programs um, that, that we, we employ people. Um, but we also uh, do other social service missions that, um, that don't have a revenue stream. Um, you know, the stores obviously create revenue for us and then they allow us to employ people. Um, and we, we don't operate with the same profit margin as other retailers um, mm-hmm. because of the population that we're working with. Uh, but some of, the, some of the revenue that we, we do raise um, goes into programs, for example, Two, two of our more exciting ones that we do, among many, is um, we provide a vision screening service for preschool children. So we have volunteers that go out to schools um, and uh, they have this device and, and a test that they can basically do with three to five year old children um, to determine if they have things like uh, amblyopia, which is lazy eye, or, or they can detect other vision problems, and then we make uh, referrals to them to go see a professional to okay. get diagnosed because when they're diagnosed at three to five years old uh, they can prevent serious problems as far as blindness like it can lead up to blindness even mm-hmm. in later years and so that, that's a program that uh, has no revenue it's, it's strictly funded by things um, like selling and t-shirts and, and other donations uh, it's an area that if people want to get involved in as a volunteer, that's an area where you need volunteers to go to these preschools and and do these tests. Uh, We'll provide the training and uh, they'll sign up for the schedule. Uh, One of the other ones that I'm excited about uh, is we actually run a radio station out of Goodwill. We have since 1992. Uh, This radio station um, is run through YSU, it runs on a sideband of WYSU, but it's uh, particularly for individuals who are visually impaired uh, who can't read on their own. So we have volunteers that come in and read the newspaper, read magazines, read books, um, a couple live shows that just talk about what's going on in the community. Um, so that, again, that program does not necessarily have revenue. So it, it costs right. our organization to run that. So uh, when we can do fundraisers like selling the shirts or things like that, it helps run those programs.
0: Well, I'm certainly looking excited to uh, launching the shirt sales and selling out very quickly. <laughs> so I need to get that second order ready. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, thank you for your time, Jim. This has been really great. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely do another recording with you maybe after, after our successful round of shirt sales and see how uh, that's impacted uh, Goodwill and the programs that you have. So.
1: Thanks,
0: Argy. All right.